0: Testies. One,
1: two, three. Three testies.
2: That's uh, episode one, uh, zero. zero.
0: <laughs> Unpublished.
2: Okay, so we. Um,
0: Just spent an hour recording a really <laughs> badass uh, episode. and uh,
2: Lots of tears, lots of great laughter. And, and then. No after,
0: fucking memory on the cart. Yep.
2: After an hour and three minutes, I looked down and said, hey guys, I think we should wrap this up. So we went to wrap it up. And. It wrapped up. Wait, an hour four. ago. It
0: <laughs> wrapped up way before we did. Right. <laughs> so we'll try to capture all of it again. I'm Baldy, there's Myrto, and we got the dong with us. Yeah, yeah. For cool. Christmas, we got new booms, we got new headphones. Yeah, we've upgraded
2: we, yeah, we figured out that we might have people listening, so we should probably give them some sort of I mean yeah like
0: sixteen we, so far. We were recording all these <laughs> damn things with no intentions of nothing, and then all of a sudden engineer Rochelle calls up and said, Episode one's on the air. It's it's out in the world and we're like, Oh shit, that's like a real podcast. So now what are we in now? This is Uh, Who had no, this might be five, six, or seven, somewhere in there.
2: Yeah, we're not. now we're ready
0: to be serious.
2: We're not putting dates and times on them because um, we've had to run a couple out of order and we've had some stuff that we've had to take care of. So um, we just let our engineer do that now. She tells us when they're going to be published and what their number are.
0: But now that we know that we're serious, our sound should be spot on. It's pretty bomb. Our microphones are in our face. Titties.
2: Teddies. I ordered boomsticks. Hashtag <laughs> Pac- Pat Pat McAfee.
0: Atrophy. Atrophy.
2: Whatever. Atrophy. Boomstick. I'm sure he's atrophied. Um, yeah. Boomsticks for our microphones so that they are right in our face. Before they we had them down on the table, and we noticed some of the sound was kind of terrible because people move in and out and if they're right in they your face.
0: Anyway,
1: Don, why are you on your phone? I was taking a picture of the new on-air sign. Oh! It's really nice. We got one, in one of the those for Christmas. And
2: we all got new headphones, which makes everybody very happy. Yes. Because the other ones that we got with our podcast set. They were um, good.
0: They just weren't adjustable.
2: They weren't adjustable. And they had no, uh, we didn't realize it until now, they had no padding around your ears. Because right now, my ears are very, very comfortable.
0: And you're an hour in already.
2: Yeah, usually my ears are throbbing by now. Mm-hmm. So, all
0: right. So uh, to recap, mm-hmm. <laughs> or we're going to start all over. We were going to talk about our kids. Everybody knows we got a bunch of kids, and uh, we wanted to tell you how it happened. And um, there you go, Merdo, when she was in high school, or when you were living in Houston, nope. as a child.
2: So I, yeah, I grew up in um, in Houston. And I grew up three doors down to a family who um, provided foster care services for severely disabled children and adults. I didn't realize everything that they did until I got older and realized, holy crap, they did a lot. Um, But I always thought it was honorable. And they just, I mean, it wasn't fun. I mean, they took care of disabled children and adults that, you know, couldn't dress themselves. And so they did... They did a huge service. They did more than just you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get them to school. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of stuff they had to take care of.
0: And I won't let you go on without saying that the wonderful people were Lloyd Allen and
2: Janet, Janet Allen. Janet Allen. Mm-hmm. And he never knew the impact he had on our life and on my life until probably ten years ago. But I can get to that later. So the, so Lloyd and his wife. They had two biological children had adopted a, a son that was uh, in between them scotty and then they were foster parents to i believe at one time four special needs children so they had seven children in their home and lloyd could probably correct me if i'm wrong or lisa or kristen but um th- it was a full house and there was a lot going on and uh, but I mean, severely special needs children, and where we would just you know expect something crazy to happen because you know one of them would take off running down the street and whatnot. But there was a kid; he would come to our door the very first time he got out, and he just went out on a walk, and he came up to our front door and he pounded on our on our um, screen door, and I came around the corner, and he goes, "What's your name?" And I said, "Meredith," and then. My older sister walked around the corner and he said, what's your middle name? And my older sister's middle name is Lillian. And from that day forward, he would come and knock on our front door.
1: Lillian. (laughs) Lillian. (laughs) Was Meredith too boring?
2: I guess so. It had too many syllables. I don't know.
0: Didn't even ask for Lorraine. He
2: didn't even ask my middle name. He wanted Monica's middle name. And he got it and he called her that. For at least a year. And every time I say get out, I mean, they would let him, you know, walk after dinner or whatever. And if he got the spry thing to come to our front porch, mm-hmm. he would just, and we had a screen door. And he would just bang on the screen door with his forehead on the screen and just lily. It was. So, anyways, those are the great people that our neighbors were. And I always thought I wanted to be a foster parent. Not because it's honorable, but because it's a job and it's something that everybody should w- w- want to participate in one way or the other, I feel. Giving back to those who can't help themselves. So, when Brian and I got married, we were not going to have children right away. And I said, do you want to be a, a foster parent? He said, hell no. I don't want to. No,
0: you didn't even ask me. You said, I want to be a foster parent. I'm like, eh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 It wasn't okay. even like you were it, it was, I was just so against it.
2: So, yeah, there was not even a question. It you, was just you, you were not going to do it.
0: You you don't understand it until you're in it, and you won't get in it unless you understand it.
2: And I was, I mean, I was a young child because by the time I was in, uh, let me see, they moved out to the country, I, I think, in eighth grade. I mean, Lloyd and Janet didn't live down the street for me. So, uh, it wasn't like they lived there their entire life, you know, my entire life with these special needs kids. I ju- they just made a huge impact on me early on. So, I just wanted to do it. And I didn't know what it meant. I just wanted to be that person.
0: And I was against it. Yeah. And so, fast forward in about... So we
2: got married. We weren't going to have children right away. And it was...
0: 1997.
2: Yeah. So, five years after we got married.
0: I am uh, working at the city of Turlock mm-hmm. in the maintenance department. And I was given... We, the, the maintenance department would grab a group of kids from a local group home called the Teen Ranch out in Turlock, and we'd have 15 or 20 kids, and we'd give them a shovel and a pair of gloves and, you know, some stupid brainless assignments, you know, go cut those weeds or go plant these trees or whatever, just teaching them something, some responsibility. A skill. A skill and, you know, the value of a dollar, paying them five bucks an hour. But, you know, Whatever. I remember these, these kids were so so without parents, so without a father figure. I remember this one little fat little kid. Hey, where, <laughs> hey nobody's fat in here anymore except me. <laughs> I know uh, uh, <sighs> I appreciate. Anyway, that. listen, we were we were digging holes. We were, we were getting ready to plant trees, and this little Mexican kid, he's just over a. Not struggling. only is he fat, mm-hmm. he's here we go, Mexican again. A fat Mexican kid, <laughs> <laughs> dog. <Gordo. laughs> yeah.
2: Cash, Christopher's <laughs> wife. She's not Mexican. No, but she likes Honduras, to call
0: him Gordito. <laughs> uh, anyway, beautiful shout out. This this kid, he's uh, he's just struggling. He can't. The, the ground was hard. We had some hard pan, and so everybody's struggling. But this kid and he's was just soft. <laughs> what? He was soft. He's soft. <laughs> he was very soft. His hands are just perfect. I mean, the, the kid never worked a hard day in his life, but he never had any people, parents on to some push him. pizzas. So he's he's just struggling. And like, dude. Are you left-handed? He says, no, man, I'm right-handed. I said, why you got the left-handed shovel? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I go, here. I said, I've been using the left-handed shovel because there's the only one left here. Or I have been using the right-handed shovel. Here, go ahead. Here, use this one. And these other kids that had a clue, they're looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm just giving them the shh sign. <laughs> Shut up. They're digging. No matter. And this kid started start digging. Did he start
2: digging a bigger hole?
0: He started digging. And I go, how's that going? He goes, oh, man, so much better, oh, so much goodness. better. i like, <laughs> There you go. But anyway, so we're, this, is the, this is the people I'm working with. And this kid, this one big black kid, six foot five, skinny as a rail. Just loved the kid. He just uh, just had a great personality, having a good time with him. And then one day after lunch, he was just a total asshole. And I said, bro, what's the problem? Nothing.
2: And you're mentoring these kids, not that you...
0: I'm trying to be. I mean, yeah. my assignment was going to treat them like I'm going to treat anybody. And... Uh, I'm like, bro, what's the problem? Nothing. Well, you better talk to me or I'm going to send your ass home. Tell me what's going on. Nothing. Just being Mr. Tough Guy, the code of silence. Like, dude, you're in a fucking group home here. This isn't prison. But that's all they know. But that's all he knew Mm -hmm. and that's how he was acting. So he wouldn't talk and and he was just being an asshole throwing shit around. So I'm like, called his boss, said, hey, pick up Elijah, send his ass back. He's not welcome here. So I fired him. And then I find out later that at lunchtime... This big old punk ass poured a bucket of paint in his lunch pail. Well, that's fucked up. And I would have fired that kid, but nobody told on him, whatever.
1: Prison rules.
0: Prison rules. So I stuck behind it. You know, he he's, he was fired and he stayed fired. And then fast forward a few months, we were down at the Turlock. Uh, it was a year market. later. It was. It was the next season. It was, was the it?
2: next summer. Yeah.
0: The next summer, we're down at the Turlock Farmer's Market, and I see the group home had their own little booth selling, you know, water and soda and some candy and popcorn and bullshit. And I saw Elijah running, you know, running around like he was in charge of it. And I see the same boss, the same leader. And I said, hey, what's Elijah doing here? And he goes, oh, he finished his his term. And we called his mom to come pick him up. And she said, no, he needs to stay there till he's 18. And I just, I, I got pissed. I'm like fuck that. I go. He could. He'd could come live with me.
2: Well, the, your your response was because that's a group home is no place for for yeah. a child to turn eighteen.
0: I said this is, that is no place for an, a kid to turn into an adult. I mean, a group home, no. And I don't even. I didn't even know the ins and outs at that time, but I knew enough to know that that's fucked up. And uh, I told the the patron. I said, hey, he could come <laughs> live with me. <laughs> the patron. He says... Uh, the tequila. I'm born on Cinco de Mayo. I'm half oh, Mexican. Oh, here we the go. Fingers. Jesus. <laughs> I said, I, I go, he could come live with me. You know, he could turn into an adult at my house. And the guy goes, oh, are you a foster parent? I go, fuck no. And he goes, oh, you want to become a foster parent? I said, oh, fuck no. <laughs>
2: no, because no, I'd have to go home and talk to my wife about that.
0: Right. Teach you to take that kid unless, um, unless you're a foster parent. Great.
2: Okay. Let
0: me go talk to my wife. <laughs> take it from there, honey. He doesn't want to tell this part.
2: I know because he starts crying.
0: Sissy, he's still
1: going to cry, by
2: the way. I know.
0: Fuck you, bitches.
2: (laughs) I think it's sweet. Um, Because he came home and he said, Hey, you know, I met this kid and I think we could help him, but we have to be foster
1: parents. And she's like, Twist my
2: arm. (laughs) I'm like, Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really? So,
2: guess what? We're going to be foster parents. And. He, i go but we have to do this as i said i said did did you talk to this kid he goes no last summer the last time i talked to him was when the kid when i fired him and i said you need to um ask this kid if he even wants to live with us if he wants to get out of the group home he may have another plan and i said you need to call him and ask him And if he wants it, then we'll do it. And so Baldy got on the phone and, you know, it was like a 30-second phone call because it's like, hey, this is Brian Holloway and we're thinking about being foster parents and do you want to come live with us? Because if you want to come live with us, we'll be foster parents. And it got real quiet and I think Eli said, Yeah. (laughs) And Brian hung up and it was over.
0: I didn't hang up. We (laughs) we, cried a little bit. Yeah. I was like, fucker, do you want to live here? Because... To become foster parents, we got to go through a bunch, bunch of, of shit, and I'm not going to do it unless you want to come live with me. And and he did. Yeah,
2: and we did. And he said yes. And it it took us a long time. It took us three months, two months. I feel like it wasn't that long. I think they really wanted Make to find a, a place for him because I'm
0: eating a cookie right now. <laughs>
2: um, he was he was um escorted to our fifth wedding anniversary at our house by a social worker in 1997. Gary Boyd. Yeah. No. It was Joan Clendenin, who brought him to our wow. wedding. I pulled that name out. Yep. Wow. Good
0: one. Yeah. I remember that one.
1: Um, so is that the day he came to you guys? No, he oh. didn't come live with us for...
0: He, were, he helped bartend? <laughs>
1: what? Did, no. Didn't he help
2: bartend? <laughs> he did not. No, he, he was didn't. serving
0: some drinks. He,
2: no, Brian. He was six seventeenth 17th time, and Joan Clendenin was all over him. No, he did not.
0: Okay. He yeah. was helping out. He was being helpful.
2: I, don't, I just remember him sitting at a table with a nice tie on. But anyways, so it was not long after that we finished all over. He was, he was with us before he turned 18, which was oh, yeah. because, don't say, oh, yeah, it was six weeks away. That was barely.
0: When he got placed with us?
2: Yes. And we had to petition the court to extend his placement because he was. He yeah, was,
0: he was a behind a year in high school. He was
2: behind a year in That's high school. And so, if he hadn't finished high school, then he could extend foster care. Because Mm -hmm. originally, when he was in the group home, he was going to turn 18 in October. And he was just going to turn 18 and you're gone. But because we took him into foster care, he had an opportunity to petition the court to stay in foster care until until he graduated high school, which would have put him at almost 19 years old. So, the state had to agree to it, and they did, because you're not going to put a kid out on the street, supposedly, without a high school education.
0: If he's got a chance to get one with us. Right. And he was only 10 years younger than us. We were 27.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. And we got
0: him at 17.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, he, he stayed with us for a while, and then uh, he actually finished, we he booted him out of the house because he turned into a dick, and he finished high school elsewhere. He went through some tough times, and then he then he came back and got into our life mm-hmm. as a legitimate adult participant in society. He was he was a good kid.
2: Some like but, my friend Tata says some people have to take the field trip, and some people learn in the classroom. And took, Eli had to take
1: the
0: field trip. He took a lot of field trips, but anyway. Yep. So it's just, the way just,
1: Zach played golf today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna play the hard way, but it, just just <laughs> a funny a just a funny story later on in life, you know. There's people that have known us our whole, it was 40 years at that time. And they see me walking up with this big old six foot five, 300 pound black man. I go, this is my son, Elijah. And they're looking at me like, what the fuck?
2: I know you've been married to Meredith for 25 years.
0: Yeah, he looks a little bit more like his mom. (laughs) And I just leave it at that. Like, fuck you guys. (laughs) They just, what? Draw on the ground. Anyway, fun shit.
1: I like it too. And I like to tell him I'm the oldest child. He gets mad at that. He does. Yep.
2: Because they're all very possessive of us. Mm -hmm. And it's because of their upbringing, and I don't hold it against any one of them. I just wish they knew that we love them. They know that we love them equally. I just think that they want us to love them more, each one of them. Just a little bit more than the other. Mm -hmm. But that comes from... Give them an inch. Jeez. It just comes from... (laughs) Their background. Yeah, their background. I don't hold against them. I try to give them what they can.
0: So anyway... Yeah. That's... Eli we got we got Eli, Elisha, but we call him Eli. He yeah. was our first one, and we and we were like, We're gonna be foster parents. When I say we me, my plan as Mr. I don't wanna be a foster parent. I said, I will do this for this one kid, because that's the worst story I've ever heard in my life. Seventeen mm-hmm. year old kid gonna be stuck in a group home until he's eighteen because his mom thinks he needs to turn into an adult there. Terrible. It, it was a terrible story that I heard. The worst story I've ever heard. Terrible. Terrible.
1: I mean, do you want to finish out but it was, the Elijah story? No, we're going to do We're going to do again. all that at the end? No, you mm-hmm. know, what, this, that is
2: a good opportunity. I wish we yeah. could have Eli sitting here with us because it would be good to have his perspective. Um, but yeah, And I, just that I, you adopted him. We will. We, will, we will have kids.
0: every one of our kids sit in here one day and do a podcast on them and their perspective for sure yeah i hope they all listen to this and then they could come up with their own perspective
2: (laughs) rebuttal is a perfect thing but (laughs) anyway
0: that that was our plan is just this one and once he's out of our house then we're no longer foster parents but thanks to our cal worthington i mean uh gary boyd the car salesman the used child salesman
2: and some of them weren't even used children they were just fresh
0: Anyway, we thought we, this was going to be the only kid.
2: We thought, well, no, Baldy. Yeah,
0: I was going to say you thought. But I said we. I, mean, I knew me. better. Yeah.
2: Because I knew that once I got him into my little plan,
0: <laughs> once he caught the bug, it was going to be easy. You like put your finger up, like Doctor Evil.
2: <laughs> no, I knew yeah. that, uh that we we at the time we had a four bedroom house with a basement. There's no reason for to
0: badass to, basement.
2: Yeah, but there's no reason not to fill that place up with kids who couldn't need our help. Why not? Why not? We might so be the best did. parents they ever had, but we're going to be better than what they came from, and um, they would always know that we loved them. I mean, you know,
0: one of the things I always said is we could be the just we could half ass be parents because all we have to do is give them food, shelter, and clothing, and with just that. We were still the best thing they've ever got to live with.
2: Well, some of them disagree with that, but well, whatever. they could kiss
0: my ass. <laughs> oh. Heard it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we we again. I thought Eli was going to be the only one, but Gary he knew better. That yeah. son of a bitch. I love him. We love him. So
2: then we um we got a phone call that um. Oh, there was a boy who just was,
0: needed some respite just
2: needed some respite <laughs> Dawn, because
0: don what does respite mean she looked well, at it i had week. to google
2: it <laughs> it means rest it means There's, a break just
1: so you need a babysitter babysitter They're for, hang out for, for a, a weekend
2: yeah it needed one for a weekend because um this child didn't like to go to church and the family was very um into church. So. And here we
1: are in a church. In a church.
2: In a church. <laughs> yeah. And so he um said, Well if if this kid could come and stay with you this weekend well and give his foster parents a break, that'd be great. And we're like, Okay,
0: sure. We're we're here to help.
2: Sure. We got free bedrooms and Peter
1: came to us on I'm I think sure he was adorable.
2: He's he cute. Like, no, he looked like Bart Simpson.
1: Um, oh but that's fucking cute, in my book. He grew up better. He did. I have great
2: pictures of him and Eli. We took him on a cruise to Mexico and everybody's like, oh my God, who's Snoop Dogg and Bart Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> and I did see
1: is, Eli back then. I've okay, seen
2: they, pictures. They're both, they're both in suit and tie on this cruise and we have all it's so. But funny. Eli
0: seventeen and Bart Simpson was uh fourteen. 14. Oh
2: Lord! Oh and my God! we
0: we we made them uh, no, fake not IDs. That not that trip.
2: No, when we went with uh, Zach and Peter, we made them. I made them fake fake IDs. Because
0: I think there were sixteen at that time.
2: Yeah, because Peter was too little, and we um. So we took him. So anyways, Peter came to live with us. He didn't leave. He yeah. So and Peter ended he up didn't being
0: respite. Yeah, it was respite. Now, he didn't it, know the rule. <laughs> he didn't know what the fucking respite meant.
1: No, he should have googled it. But yeah. Peter had
0: been placed in foster care at four years old,
1: yeah, and then
0: and bounced around to ten different fucking homes, ten
2: different placements in the time uh, before he came to us, and then he ended up. Um, but it, it was the truth that he he didn't want to go to church. He found it weird, and the the family who was well, um, they were,
0: they were doing what was the religion? It was a couple times a week. I don't know. It It was too much for him. It was
2: too much for him, which I get. Um, And so, he told Gary, he's like, yeah, I don't want to go. And they were like, yeah, he doesn't want to go to church. And so, Gary said, why don't you come stay with my friends during church? And he never left. So, and it worked out, because Peter fit
1: in just fine with us. And he was white looked like you guys
0: no he didn't he's fucking tasty i'm, I'm the whitest fucker <laughs> he, in this family He
2: when riley was born only peter and riley had blue eyes so w- we would go places and they thought that riley was peter's daughter
1: right
0: and
2: he's you know 18 years old not even 18 and they're like oh you have such a cute little girl he would take her
0: to the mall to the mall Ujur's to pick up chicks <laughs> that's to a pick great up way
2: <laughs> He's like, Mom, can, can I take Riley shopping? I'm like, for what? He goes, Nothing. chicks. <laughs> He's just looking at me like, that's exactly what it is, for chicks. So Peter, yeah, he ended up staying. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we got Zach, Pauline. Um,
0: I, I wanted to make one more thing about Peter. You know, yeah. he would moved to 10 different homes, and Gary Boyd moved him 10 times. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're
2: going to do this again? I don't want This don't is where
0: cry. we all cry. But well, no, it's it's. This it's is educational. It's important
1: if you're going to talk about adoptive and foster children. This is the most important part.
0: When a kid leaves a foster home and goes to another foster home.
2: No, when he leaves or they leave a shitty foster home.
0: Right. Because there's
2: no kid the who ever left, left our home like who, that no. with a garbage bag. Not one of them. Well, Every
0: kid that ever came no. to our house showed up with a garbage bag. What full about of Mr. Their Smith? Mr. Smith?
2: Mr. Smith. Garbage bag.
0: Jose Smith. <laughs>
2: He came with a garbage bag, garbage. but no, he did not leave with a garbage bag. Okay, Nope. Even Eli, who I wanted to punch, I packed everything up. The only thing I couldn't <clears throat> fit in in duffel bags. Was
0: the snow skis. Or
2: his snow skis and his ski boots and his letterman's mm. jacket. That shit I threw at him.
0: No, but a <laughs> <No, but at laughs> point the that letterman. we made when we were recording earlier without recording mm-hmm. is every kid that showed up at our house... I'm gonna fucking cry again. Mm-hmm. I didn't it's even, okay. I was just like.
1: We all know you're a pussy. Just let it go. So, what
2: he can't get out is that talk. every child who came to our house uh, came with a garbage bag full of their personal possessions. And every, no, their, demean- their entire
0: life, their entire yeah. fucking life their, is in a garbage bag. Their
2: entire personal life is in that garbage bag. And it is, it has no dignity. And it's wrong. And it's just. It's fucking heartbreaking to see a kid walk in with a garbage bag and go I don't know what, if this fits me. I don't even I mean there is stuff that came out of those garbage bags that we got from kids that
0: that we just threw in the garbage.
2: And that was all they had. And it's so heartbreaking that that people don't care even though they're in foster care or they're in you know, adoptive care or placement in a group home that people don't care enough that these kids need to have something that's theirs and that they can be proud of. I mean, this is my life. And
1: from my point of view, because I would be a foster parent, but I'm getting old.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're not old too old.
2: has nothing to if, do with it. If, if Look at Gary. I know.
0: I'm <laughs> Gary's almost dead. He's 58. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyhow, uh, The very first thing that I would do if I had a foster child, plus there's money involved. It's not like. There's not much. I'm I'm not saying there's a lot, but there's something. And if somebody was giving me anything to keep somebody safe and I saw them walk up with a bag, the first thing I would do is buy them some luggage that should never
0: happen again Well, when they're showing up at your house you don't want to buy them luggage that's the wrong signal no you can
1: buy
2: it and put it in the closet so whenever we any of any of them that left our house any child had a had a bag whether they went to grandma and grandpa's house to stay the night they had their own personal bag. so they would never have left our house without anything but we always went when they came to us they got a new set of clothes
0: you just go straight to walmart i went to
2: walmart and you got new underwear, new socks, new pants, new shoes, new t-shirts. Hair pretties. Hair pretties, jackets, <laughs> you know, a light up tennis shoes. I mean, you could spend 200 bucks on a kid and they have everything they've ever dreamed of. And that kid, you don't know what they dreamed of because most of them dream of fucking socks.
1: Or being warm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or a jacket. Mm-hmm. That, it's fucked up that a kid has to dream about being warm. All right. The same way. So... Yeah, that's why I wanted to be a foster parent because it's pretty fucked up, those kids. Oh, anyways.
0: Just just a a quick roster of what we. It was Eli, Mm -hmm. Peter, Zach Zach. Calling, Chris Bradshaw.
2: Yep. Hoser. Jose,
0: we're going to call him Smith.
2: Smith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I'm.
0: Worst fucking kid we've ever had. Worst fucking kid that anybody's ever had.
2: Uh, and He's cute as fuck, cute as fuck, sweet, and would call me for weeks afterwards. We and after when we, we sent him away, when we sent him away, it, that he loved us and wanted to come back and live with us, oh. and it was heartbreaking. But we could not; we did not have the tools to help him.
0: But a timeout. Got to tell the story about my. I hate f- this story. I I hate it too because it happened to me. We'll go quick,
2: please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see.
0: I was working at the city of Turlock at the wastewater treatment mm, facility.
1: Here we go again.
0: Driving Don't around. Don't give any
1: details.
0: Day shift. Try not to think about the people's names I was working with. Protect Day Dreaming. And I had this vivid, vivid, vivid dream that.
1: Was that vivid?
0: It was vivid. Okay. Three times. That I was going to get. A new foster child that was related to a particular guy that I worked with. I won't even say his initials.
1: Good. Thank you. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Rhymes with. No.
0: Not going to do it. Just
1: kidding.
0: We have friars. And uh, (laughs) it wasn't. Like, it was just just so vivid, and it was like, wow, that's kind of weird. And I go home, and Meredith says, hey, Gary called, says we're going to have dinner with a kid, possibly respite, like, whatever. So this kid shows up, we're going to call him Jose Smith, (laughs) it's definitely not his name, first name, probably Jose, last name, not Smith, and he's telling us his whole story about him and his mom, Gary's telling us about his mom. And what he's what she's done and how he ended up where he's at, blah, blah, blah. All these details. So they cool. So it looks like the kid's gonna live with us. Good fit, cute kid. Go to work the next day, having our briefing, eight o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I hey guys and I'm talking with like six dudes that I work with. I said, got this new foster kid? Gonna move in tonight? And I said, His mom did this, end up putting him in foster care and the kid's done this and blah, 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 and mom's moved to Tennessee, and this one guy looks at me, and he goes, what's his name? And my fucking hair stood up on my neck.
1: He doesn't have any hair.
0: I was bald.
1: His name is Jose Smith.
0: And I still had hair on my neck, and it stood up. And I stood up out of my chair, and I grabbed the back of my chair, because I was like, I'm having flashbacks right now. And I looked at the guy, and I said, his name is Jose Smith. But I told the real name. No kidding. And this guy looks at me and he goes, That's my grandson. And I go, you gotta be fucking shitting me. And he goes, No. Well, I just we call him skitch. skitch. That was oh, his nickname. I didn't remember that. Oh, or scratch. 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 That was, scratch. Yeah. I turned into the, uh, yeah, the oh, what a painful kid. child.
1: Yeah. It, hope, uh, I'd yeah.
0: love to look him up right now.
1: Don't. It's not under Smith.
0: He's no. too old for us to do anything. Uh Anyway, so we were going down the roster and we got Jose. Hoser. And, uh, long story short, we've had over 30 children go to our house. But after after Jose, we the, got a B- set.
2: Yeah, we got a sibling set. So we had a we had a pretty large house and at the time we were not going to have children, you know, so we weren't into babies. So when you don't want babies, you can fill your house up pretty damn quick. And because we had...
0: The, the the agency said you could order children like pizzas. Pizza. The and, more uh, toppings and the details you ask for, the longer it takes to get. Like, I want a white kid, four to six, female or male, whatever. The more details you put on it, the harder it is to get a kid. But if you say, I have a bed and I want a kid, you get tomorrow. one tomorrow.
2: And And we had enough room that we could take sibling sets. And we had taken a couple of sibling sets...
0: Oh, oh, I don't even want to talk about them Right. No. I just, just
2: felt it. Yeah. So we had a sibling set that we we got at one point and Brian and I looked at each other and we're like, all right, we're done because We'll never have
0: kids. We're because never having a kid. These these guys fit
2: These are our children. I mean, we were in the love. The girl
0: looked like you.
2: Yeah. We were in love. And we love these two children. And they were so perfect. And when we were not allowed to keep them, mm because they were on respite. No, and they,
0: they got put back. They,
2: they were on respite. That's how they came to us. And then they went back <clears throat> to their original placement foster home. Oh, that's right. And I, mm, they did not take but care of them the, uh, the way I would. They
0: went to a family that didn't, didn't speak, speak English. Speak
2: English. And I was told by our foster agency, just because it's not your house doesn't mean it's not good enough no, for they, them.
0: No, just because you have a nicer house does it make you a better parent?
2: Well, yeah, that's like, well, that's,
0: that's a I valid point. But don't judge my fucking house. That's not.
2: It would. They sent him to a house. Two little Caucasian children, six and
1: eight, probably, and a only Spanish speaking house. How is that okay? When well, we have they room, have wonderful bilingual jobs now. Who knows? No, no, they
2: don't. They don't. No, no. We've had contact with them, mm-hmm. and they were. F- they got fucked because the system fucked them.
0: And then, and then we we told <sighs> we told the agencies they look uh, because we we heard they were going back to the uh, the biological parents. Dad, I think the mom was yeah. just incapacitated, or she wasn't dead. She was just not present. She wasn't there. Yeah. So they're going to go back to the dad, the one that caused them to go into foster yeah. care in the first place, which I think is the worst <laughs> place to send them. Yes. Oh, God, there's so much shit I wanted to say right now. Though. I
2: know, but you got to protect everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but
0: how fucked up the foster agency is. It's like oh. if you fuck up enough to lose your child, that's sh- that should be it. But no, you get six months to get your shit together. Uh. And if you don't get your shit together in six months, you get six more months to get your shit together. I will and tell I'm you not that lying. The- if you don't get it done in this 12 months, you get six more <laughs> months to get your shit together. That's 18 months. If you took my fucking children from me, because I was a fuck up, drugs, alcohol, whatever, whatever you get your kids taken away from, it would take me eighteen minutes to get my shit together, yeah. not eighteen months. So after eighteen months, the
2: they dad, still didn't Well, nope. the
0: dad got his shit together enough, enough to where they said we're going to send him back, and we said, look, he's going to fuck up again.
2: Here's and the our minute, number.
0: The minute he does, you call us because we will be the receiving home. We'll take these children. We'll adopt these children. They were, they were.
2: We were, they in were
0: our kids. 100%. All of the kids we've had, we've never felt this way about. Never,
2: I mean, I love all of my children right now, but I, I mean, we love them all, period. But the way the we connection felt we had right with there. those children at that moment, we were done. We were done trying to have a child. We were done trying to adopt. We were done. Those were our children, and it was it was so powerful. So we get and it, so fucking heartbreaking. We
0: found out that. Dad fucked up,
2: and, and they, they went back passed. into the
0: into the system, but not with us. And that's when we called them up and said, "What? Why didn't we get the call?" And that's when they chewed our ass and said, "Well, just because you have a nicer fucking house doesn't mean you're a better parent." And that's yeah. you're right. It's because we, we're better we do parents. Speak
1: English, though. So but yes. anyways, it,
0: so the next call we got was okay. f- a collect call from the fucking Ventura Women's Facility because she was locked up.
1: The girl. Uh, oh. Yeah.
0: Because she wasn't given the right tools, opportunities,
2: opportunities. They were tools. there, they and just, we were we were here. We were here from the time she was eight years old. And the state of California fucked those kids, and they don't have a chance. Yeah.
0: So anyway, we're gonna fast forward past.
2: Okay, you had a question,
1: Don? No, I just wanted to take a quick inventory for everybody listening. So you got the black kid, you got the white kid. Pasty white, yeah. So, I mean, naturally, what comes next?
0: The Mexican and Filipinos, of course. The three Asians. The three Asians. <laughs> yep.
2: Well, they're, You yeah. want to look
1: diverse.
2: Well, we've been accused <laughs> of being racist, so yes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what, well, actually, what came next was um, a lot of children in and out, and then we ended up with, um so i ended up pregnant and so we kind of quit taking children i think because we just had peter it was just peter at home and i was pregnant so we were like all right well we'll just hang out with this and we'll see how it works out and then gary called us and said hey i have a sibling set of three and they need a placement do you have room and i'm like
0: he doesn't ask unless he knows.
2: Well, he wasn't sure how our situation was with the baby, and because I was just barely pregnant, so he's like, you know, I don't know what you guys are thinking. Can we stack some kids up? Gary knew what
0: the fuck he was doing. I, don't 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 give okay. him that much credit. He was working us.
2: Anyways, fuck
0: you, Gary. I love you.
2: So he so we ended up taking a sibling set of three: Maggie, Melanie, and Chris. The week before Halloween of two thousand, and they came with
0: garbage
1: bags.
2: I don't think they came with garbage bags. I don't think they came with anything.
1: I feel like you told me
2: they
0: came with nothing. You went straight, yeah, because I wasn't. I was at work, and you took them them
2: up to at HSA.
0: Took them straight to Walmart. Took
2: them straight to Walmart because I don't think they had anything. Mm.
0: And Melanie says
2: I was picking out because I'm like, okay, you need. You, you need five fucking days. Melanie. I know. Fucking Melanie. Money. She goes. So I'm I'm buying them underwear for a week, socks for a week. You know, thinking like, okay, at least they have seven days worth of clothes. You know, we could wash. Blah blah blah. And I'm going pick out hair pretties. We got to do brushes. We got to do toothbrushes. All this kind of stuff. And Melanie looks at me and says, "Go ahead, Brian."
0: I wasn't there. <laughs> Go.
2: You <a> dick.
1: <laughs> you start with how old they were. Um, I thought
2: it was eight. Eight, 10, and 13. And Melanie looks at me and says, please don't spend all your money on us. Mm. And I said, no, I'm going to spend it. She goes, you don't don't really have to. It's okay. Like, she knew, like, uh, uh, I've had this happen before. And it was fucking heartbreaking. I'm like, nope, I'm spending it, and you pick out whatever you want. I'm good. And it was very important to her early on that she had matching outfits and hair pretties, like everything... Matched. I mean, after a while, she didn't give a shit because it just was mom and dad, and, and that's how life was. But early on, she was really into. She had a match, mm-hmm. so it was um, because they didn't have anything. They came with nothing—not a toothbrush.
1: That's insane. how mm-hmm. fucked
2: up is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, Maggie was 13, and she had a really hard time adjusting and just taking direction.
0: Because she was raising everybody. She
2: was raising mm-hmm. Melanie and Chris. And when there became a parent, and both of us worked in, in time with each other, like, no, you're not going to ask me a question and say yes. And he's going to say no. We, we back each other up, and we support what we're doing, and we work as a family she hadn't seen that and she was doing it all by herself out of a hotel room oh god yeah so um it, it she stayed with us for two years two and a half years but it progressively got worse because she was a teenager and she acted out and so she ended up um running away and we let her we, we actually packed her shit and said here take this with you
0: we love you maggie
2: we do. She. You this is a not a story that she's not ashamed of.
0: Shithead, seven or sixteen year old, you sucked.
2: She shouldn't be ashamed of this at all. This she's is done, a pain. She's
1: done just fine. She's, she's done, done, done that great.
2: Herself. She has been. She is so successful. She graduated high school. She got married. She's married. She has three children.
0: And just like Dawn, she beat teenage pregnancy. Hell
2: yeah. No, <laughs> she got pregnant at nineteen, but she was married.
0: Oh, so, that doesn't—that yeah. wasn't a fail <laughs> right?
2: at all. I know you said she beat teenage pregnancy. No, she didn't. She was, I was
1: pregnant 30, at thirty. Okay, yeah. just to clear it up for the world. Thirty. Maggie. I didn't barely beat it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Maggie. Uh, had Maggie did. Connor. Find. Yeah, she did fine. They got married. Uh, Corey enlisted in the military. They traveled, and she got pregnant with Connor. It was great. I couldn't have asked for a better Maggie outcome because she had she had a lot of the worst of the abuse that she suffered in foster care that most of them do. It's so sad when you think of foster care. And um, my perspective now is, you know, I always saw it as, um, as something that was heroic and everybody was doing a good job. And I also know there's a dark side that they, they don't, that not everybody has genuine intentions and they, they use the children and they abuse them. I mean, there's just a dark side to every piece of this world and, it's so sad that some of the children that we've come in contact with have been abused not
0: dealt right in foster care
2: yeah it's a shitty but life is shitty sometimes i mean you don't have to be in foster care to have a shitty childhood so right Dawn?
1: (laughs) sure (laughs) you want me to ask tori oh please do and if she says it's shitty i'm gonna punch her right here call cps gary come get her we need to pick her up (laughs) So
2: then we got, um, so Maggie ended up running away and we let her, which was good for all of us. Again, you know, we didn't have the right tools.
0: When it, we, before we adopted them, didn't we take legal guardianship? That was like a, why did we do that? Or did we do that?
2: We took legal guardianship of, um, Nani and Bubba.
0: But why nope, did we do legal no. guardianship instead of adoption?
2: Okay. No, we we took legal guardianship of all three. All three. That's what I thought. That's, that's <laughs> correct. So, um, Espera. It's
0: twice in our podcast. This is episode, what something early. Hmm. Anyways, this our is foster the time agency is said Spira. that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, that's
1: probably all you're gonna get. Go ahead and edit this out. Yeah, take that out.
2: So our foster agency, um, when we first were licensed, we got licensed in August of whatever year it was. Um, Brian worked for the city of Turlock. We got free CPR training in October of every year. When um, it came around for one year of our license to be renewed, they said, you need your CPR? And we said, yeah, we get it in October because we get it for free. And they're like, nope, you have to get it right now. You have to pay for it. It has to be renewed um, before we renew your license. And we're like... No, we're not going to pay for it when we can get it for free, and it's a six weeks different. And Brian and I are kind of hard asses on that stuff.
0: We'll just say stubborn assholes. Let's go with that.
2: Stubborn. And at that time, we were foster parents only to Maggie, Melanie, and Chris. And Peter was adopted because Riley had just been born, we adopted him right before Riley was born. And... They told us that if you don't get your CPR, which we were current at the time, we were just going to expire we, before our renewal date the next year. We
0: were current with Red Cross. Yes. But, we were, the, but the agency wanted us to renew on their fucking anniversary right? date. Yeah.
2: Which is what I just explained was we were current.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was on trying our to date. reiterate it and punctuate with fucking assholes. Aspira was just as
1: you say. Fucking, it's not punctuation. So
2: they said, well, if you don't renew it before this date, we're gonna take your license or we're gonna, we're suspend, gonna suspend your license. We're
0: gonna suspend your license.
2: And Brian said, you can uh, take but, that but, license. But, 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 And shove it it up your ass. I I mean, ruin your story. (laughs) Yeah, you can take that license and shove it up your fucking ass. I
0: said, don't suspend my license. Go Mm -hmm. ahead and take my license and stick it in your fucking ass. Same. And sure enough. They did. They took our license (laughs) and they took the fucking
2: kids.
0: (gasps) Because we had no license.
2: Three days before Christmas.
0: Oh, But, uh, Aspira, you fucking piece piece of shit assholes. You said, in every single person's office I ever went to in your building, there's some sort of insinuation or if not a, an exact sign that an
2: insinuation. There's for the
0: best interests of the child. Yeah. Right. Fuck you.
2: I'm an angry foster parent, and that was the most fucked up thing. You fucked up three, four children and two parents because you fucked up all three of those children and Riley because she was lost in,
0: all her siblings all of
2: her siblings three days before Christmas on her second Christmas ever oh Lord and all of those children is that what's wrong with her there's a lot There's that <laughs> and the, Maggie Melanie and Chris we had told them we had promised them that we would you would never yeah,
0: you're know you're not you're bouncing home. around anymore this is you're it. Home.
2: We're gonna adopt you. You guys are home. This
0: is it. And we'll they never took, go anywhere else again.
2: So they took them away from us three days before Christmas. We had to surrender
1: them in a parking lot. And by the way, CPR besides uh,
0: in the last like ten I years forgot. has
1: never fucking changed. Yeah, like I forgot how to do CPR. Right. Fuck off.
0: Yeah. Well, you are over three. Just saying. I mean, you gotta say it.
2: I'm not. Over. It's over two.
0: You're only over two. Yeah. Okay. Are you still mm-hmm. over? Anyway.
1: Can't save them all, Baldy. Jeez, I can't save any of them. Jeez. Apparently,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's another story,
1: not this one.
2: So um, they take them three days before Christmas. We ended up suing. We hired an attorney and sued the county. No,
0: the foster agency. No,
2: what we ended up doing was suing the county for custody. guardianship and custody of the children. We it's got like,
0: them- a, like a divorce hearing.
2: So we get, we go in to the custody hearing, and the it's in February, right before Valentine's Day. That's how long it took us. They to, were
1: gone that long.
2: Yeah, we oh,
0: fuck. we, we had legally visited because the the other the, the other the family foster that, parent
2: was like they understood. It. She's like, no, you take these kids. Like we we got the kids on Christmas, mm-hmm. and we should, we were not she allowed.
0: She could to have gotten in trouble for it. She could have
2: went to jail. But
0: she <laughs> let us visit. We took
2: the kids, but it wasn't the same. It fucked them all up. So we took them to court. (laughs) We ended up taking Sansas County to court for custody, suing them for custody. And we're sitting in this child custody hearing.
0: And nobody goes into what is a juvenile court unless you're part of the hearing.
2: So unless you are involved directly with a minor... You cannot be in there because minors' information is protected. Mm -hmm. So we go in. It's Brian and I sitting there with our attorney, uh, county counsel for Sansos County. Um, Their social workers are sitting there for Sansas County. And then a spirit comes in who is the third-party foster agency who we contracted with to get foster children. And the judge, love you to death. Mm -hmm. She was the most honest, fair judge helped us a lot. She looked up and she's going down the roster of who these people are. And she's like, okay, who are you guys? Well, we're with a yeah
1: why, why are you here? Yeah.
2: Why are you here? And they're like, well, we're here for the children. She's like, no, the, um, Sansos County is the, um, guardians. I you- think she
0: said, okay, thank you. You could leave.
2: Yeah, You can leave. <laughs> and and yeah. she kicked him out. And so when the judge goes, what are we doing here? And the County council's like, they want custody. Well, why don't they have custody? Because our foster they agency... didn't take
1: CPR.
2: T- yeah, well, no, the... the no, it was, it was good by then. It, well, I we, know, no, but... The, the, to say it out um, loud. The, the attorney said, well, because the foster agency that we contracted with took their license. Why'd they take their license? Because they didn't have CPR. Okay. Well, you guys want... Do you guys want to take guardianship of these... These three children? Right.
0: Take them out of custody of goes, the county?
2: And we go, yes, ma'am. And she goes, okay. Done. Yeah. Done.
0: Smack the gavel. get we the were out. out.
2: Like, we were just like, that's all it took. We've mm. been here for two and a half months. Our kids got a fucked up Christmas. We'll never trust us again. Mm. And that's all we had to do. Yep. So fucked up. One story, three kids, 14 fucked up the lives. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, all right. So I'm drinking. Um, drink of so we got the, the whiskey, whiskey no.
0: and Coke over here.
2: I'm having Tito's and soda. Same. Okay, so their next one is our biological one, Riley. You guys have all met her. Mm. Mm. Yep. Oh if yeah. They, if they I, listen to the previous episodes,
1: they have. By now,
0: you and you've
2: probably if if Rochelle did not edit it correctly, you've mm. also mm. met you've Rachel. Seen
1: all sides. <laughs>
2: You've also met Rachel.
0: Rachel was uh, is the, or is the sibling, the biological sibling of the three that we just talked about: Maggie, Bubba, and uh, Nani. Nani. She's the final, final. Yeah, she came she to was us number, number thirteen out of that toothless uterus.
2: Yep, yeah, um, she came to us because um, the toothless uterus got pregnant again, and we were the last
1: adopting family. Um, I, I think you have to go back to Riley.
0: No wait. We, we will. But but Gary came to us. Gary Boyd, our Cal Worthington. babies. Here we of go again. Babies. Mm-hmm. He he said, "Hey, uh, her name is Destiny." There's no reason. Mm-hmm. To, no, it's not. No, no reason to fucking hide that name. Gary <laughs> calls us and says, "Hey, the toothless uterus is pregnant again, and you guys get first choice of the baby." Yeah, because and we're, we're like, the
2: last adopting family, and we're like, "Yeah, we're not there." Like, no,
0: we we're don't. Done. We don't we're want in. it. We're done. We don't want any more kids. Okay. So then Melanie finds out that oh. the bio-toothless uterus was pregnant a few months later. And says, hey, Mom, Dad, uh, we, we're going to have another sister or another child.
2: Yeah, we didn't sibling. know what it
0: was. Um, was. Can we have her or, or have it? And we're like, no, we're done. It's
2: not like a dog.
0: And she's like, are you well, sure? She
2: no, she wasn't. She says, well, oh,
0: but I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And we're like, Nani, mm-hmm. you're... We call her Nani. Nani, you're a it was It was a, a much sibling. more serious
2: conversation than what Brian is portraying it as because Melanie was absolutely serious. Like, I want to adopt wanna my sister. I want to kid. Yeah. And we're like, it's Without not you. it
0: was even a girl.
2: Yeah. But yeah. She just says, I want to take the baby. And I said, Mel... It's not you taking it, it would be us taking it, and we're not going to do it. And she's like, But I want to do it. And, was, and it was very. It sucked
0: telling it, her no.
2: It was terrible to tell her no <clears throat> because we're like, Oh my gosh, she has so much compassion, so much heart. She wants to do it, but she's too young. You can't do that.
0: So we put her foot down and said, Absolutely no. And then fast forward a little bit.
2: They're mm-hmm. on Easter break, and Brian and
0: we up, are... Yeah. Uh, our, and Aunt Uncle, Aunt Uncle Ed and Dee took Riley and Nani, because Maggie had run away and Bubba uh, was away at school, mm-hmm. and we had Nani and Riley at the house, Easter break. They took them, because they're snowbirds, they're living down in Yuma, Arizona, and they took them to Arizona for a week or two. I think it was a week. We'll call it a week. And me and Merido were at our favorite restaurant, third night in a row couple bottles of wine into it. And we're looking at each other going, so this is fucking it. When the house is empty, this is this is what we get. This is the empty nest syndrome. This is bullshit. We need another baby. We need another baby. So that's we,
2: not exactly that's, how it went. That's
0: pretty no. much.
1: We need i heard a different baby.
0: story. We need another baby. So we, we called Gary that night. Right there in the restaurant, didn't we?
2: Well, what we did was me getting pregnant. We didn't realize was, was not very easy. So, I go... I
0: did the best I could, babe. Yeah. I leaned into it. Gross. God. 52 strokes.
2: All right. <laughs> That's not appropriate.
0: Oh, and everything else is? Go.
2: That's the last time she's golfing with you. <laughs> no, she's not.
1: She
0: paid that was me a 50, Venmo joke. She venmo me $52,
1: <laughs> I tell the real story
0: finish the story Eddie. go
1: uh-huh.
0: what so it was a story i don't know we told we called gary that night at the restaurant didn't we we said hey gary mm-hmm. we're ready for another baby
1: mm-hmm. or a but, baby but We asked. He's never had a baby
0: why the hell did we know what to order though
2: because riley was five years old and i said i wanted a boy three to four so it'd be mm. younger than riley oh, and we? he said okay
0: but but at some point we asked Randy, said, "Hey, do you want another another, she, another
2: sibling?" sibling. He and said, she said, "No, I want everybody to love me goes, the
0: most." And that's when we said, no, oh, fuck you! Uh, you're gonna get another kid then." Yeah. Somehow it all worked <laughs> you out, can't and win. we told Gary. We said, "Hey, we're ready for another Is that child."
2: it all oh, worked out.
0: No, it didn't what work out. What the fuck? We called Gary and said we need a four to six year old boy, and he says, "I got just the kid, but it's not my case." I will send you, or, or the the guy that is in charge of this child will call you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So when we got sober in the morning, we got a phone call from a strange man. And he says, "Hey, Gary says that you guys are <laughs> looking Such for a dick. another child." Said, <laughs> no,
2: he didn't say he was looking for a child. He said, "Hey, I understand you have um, her older siblings." I'm like, "Her?" We asked for we a boy. Asked for a boy and he and goes,
1: you were looking for a penis,
2: and she, and then he goes yeah and um you know she's at the receiving home right now she's just um she's a
0: few weeks old few weeks
2: uh mcdonald's doesn't fuck our our order that bad we ordered a <laughs> yeah. four to six year old, old boy, boy and we and got we're gonna... a three-month-old
0: girl well that's when she we brought her home but she was younger yeah, than she, that.
2: Was, she was eight weeks old when we first met her and yeah. it's like oh my god
0: yeah. got it. instead of a four to six-year-old boy we got a Four-to-six-week-old girl. Four-to-six-week-old girl, which happened to be
2: the biological sister of three three of our children.
0: Because that's how Gary works, a motherfucker. And
2: it's not just that. I don't know why we thought we could call it out into the universe what we wanted, because we don't get to choose.
0: Yeah, well, when we found out that, oh my God, this is Nani and Bubba and Maggie's sibling, there's no way we could say no, because Mm -mm. that is just, that's fucked up. Because especially because they knew, and we could
2: have said no, but we couldn't have taken another child. I mean, we're not not
0: that big a dick. So we we like okay, we got to do this, and so we're all in. So we're all in. So we're sitting in the driveway, and uh, (gasps) I said, "You you ready to do this?"
2: No, that is not what you said.
0: (laughs) Tell me how it went.
1: I feel like I know this story.
2: Yeah,
0: I remember the punchline. I just said. (laughs)
2: And Brian goes, you really want another kid? And I go, let's go look at her.
0: Yeah, and she goes, That's well, let's the part just, I remember. I go, you sure you want to do this? And she goes, well, let's just go look at her. And mm-hmm. he goes, I said, if
2: I put it in reverse, we have a new kid. No. Because you don't just go
0: look at babies. I think I. He was prefaced, angry at I me. I prefaced it with because I've sold a lot of puppies in my life. And I've bought mm-hmm. a lot of puppies in my life. And I go, this isn't a puppy. And I said, I've never gone and looked at a litter of puppies and said, eh.
1: No, thanks. None Saturday of them are cute night. enough
0: So I said If I put this truck in reverse We have a fucking baby And she goes okay And I went click Congratulations It's a girl <laughs> And we put it in reverse We went and looked at the kid <laughs> and she's and said,
2: fucking cute we'll keep oh, her. She's cute. cute Cute, cute, cute She turned around and looked at Brian And just smiled And her little floppy tongue hung out And it was so cute
0: I think mm-hmm. that was the devil
2: Could have been Could have been a little bit of devilish at her, but she's good.
1: Oh, it's our engineer. You're interrupting us, Rochelle.
0: So anyway, (laughs) we'll pretend Dawn's not talking. Riley came to us one time.
2: We already told the story.
0: Did we? She's the weirdo because she's not adopted. I guess we did. If you don't find that funny, go listen to our other episodes. Yeah. So it's time to land the plane? No.
2: Do you have something else to say? So then we adopted Dawn, and Tori.
0: Not officially, but Tori has called me dead.
2: And given him Father's Day cards. And we just recently discussed changing Don, because... Go ahead. Don's going through a divorce. Not everybody knows that yeah. yet. Um, particularly not her this
1: <laughs> He knows. He's
0: just not accepting By the time it. this oh. gets aired, I think he'll know.
2: But she... Uh, Dawn said, "I think I'm just going to change my last name to Holloway because that's like the, She's the gonna do a lot stable. Of like that's like the the name. Like come back to it.
0: Tori's got rodeo entries under Holloway. Yeah,
1: she does. Yeah, her
0: rodeo clothes. So it's stay about Holloway. Yep. It's about time Dawn jumps on the bandwagon. Might as well. All right. Lillian. No, yeah. <laughs> no, spay and neuter <laughs> your children. But if you need any <laughs> children, call Gary Boyd. <laughs> we should we
1: should
0: this
2: out of